0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. So excited to have you back, on my dirty family. And y'all, today we're gonna continue our conversation uh, focusing in on relationships, the stupid things we believe, the stupid things we say. And we kicked this off uh, during our last episode, our last devotional together, and I heard so much feedback from you guys talking about this idea of you're, you are exceptional, but you're not the exception. So if this is your first time listening and you haven't listened to that episode, I would strongly encourage you to go back, listen to it. I really believe it's going to be helpful for you. But today I want to continue that conversation and talk about uh, the phrase that I used a bunch. And I'm sure you've either used it at some point or it's been told to you. And that is when the relationship is coming to an end and you say this phrase, it's not you, it's me. Or for some of you, what you do is if you're a Christian, you blame it on God. You're like, it's not you, it's not me, it's God. God's making me do it. I can't tell you, I bet there are a bunch of you out there that have ended relationships using God as your scapegoat, Um, and God's going to get you back. I'm just kidding. He's not going to do that. But uh, we've all been there, but there's been multiple times where I've been in relationships, And they, I went to end them and I told them, I'm like, hey, it's not you, it's me. I'm just not ready for a relationship. I'm not ready for commitment. I'm not ready for all these things and doing everything I can to make the other person feel good about themselves. When the truth was, was that they were crazy and I just didn't want to hurt their feelings. The truth is, is when I said, when I said it wasn't you, it was me, what I was saying was, hey, it really is you, but I'm too scared to actually address some of the things you do that look unhealthy, seem unhealthy, and that are unhealthy. And so instead of addressing it with you, I'm just going to uh, bail out and take the blame. And I was thinking about this because so many of us, we fail in this area, what I call crucial conversations. Uh, There's a book I love. I'll put it up on social media later today uh, in the story so you can see. Uh, it's a book called Crucial Conversations. It was a book that changed my life and was super impactful for me because what I learned was that over time, I I would have problems with people and I would uh, ignore them. I would push them down. I would let them affect me, let other people's behavior affect me until the point I would just explode and I would just blow up. I would get super frustrated And something that really wasn't that big deal when it happened once, because I continued to let it happen, it became a massive deal. And something I think we as a human population have to get better at is this idea of crucial conversations. There's a phrase, I want you to write it down, and it says this. It says, what I choose to tolerate, I advocate. What I choose to tolerate, I advocate. And what I mean by this is when things, when somebody does something that affects us, that we disagree with, that is hurtful, that we view as unhealthy or negative, that um, maybe maybe isn't unhealthy in general, but it's hurtful to us and it affects us, it triggers us, it brings up an emotion that's negative in us, and we fail to address it with that person. We tolerate it, and for that person, they think it's okay, and so they, by default, we advocate it. And that behavior continues. I can't tell you something I've seen in the church so consistently is that when people act a certain way and they are in leadership or something other and they are doing something, there are so many hush-hush conversations of like behind the scenes, I can't believe that person did that. I can't believe they act that way. I don't agree with this. But no one is addressing it directly. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with spouses who when i sit down with them they talk about my wife she i hate that she does this or my husband he does this and i hate it and then it's like have you ever addressed it and it's like, they say yeah and it's like well tell me how you addressed it and they didn't address it they danced over it and they basically play this it's not you it's me i should just learn to deal with it easier but here's the thing is what you tolerate you advocate and what we cannot do is live our lives advocating unhealthy behavior or, or advocating behavior that is hurtful to us. um, You can see this in Scripture. In First Samuel, uh, there's a king named David who is known after a man after God's own heart. It's a pretty big deal, y'all. The only person in Scripture that really uh, says that about. David, listen to this, y'all, sleeps with a married woman and then wants to be with her and so has her husband killed intentionally. So pretty pretty bad behavior. Um, and in the Bible, there's only one person that addresses it, and it's this guy named Nathan who who shows up and he says, basically says, "David, you messed up. You jacked up. This was unhealthy. You shouldn't have done this. God does not enjoy this. This was hurtful behavior." And David responds and changes it. My fear in life is that there are so many conversations that we are failing to have that is hurting our relationships. That is allowing hurtful behavior to continue. I can't help but wonder how many of you are in a marriage, have a friendship, have a employer or a boss that is treating you with unhealthy behavior, and at this point, you're not talking about it. You're not addressing it. And here's the thing is, again, what we choose to tolerate, we advocate. And by saying nothing, what we actually are saying is this isn't a problem and it's hurtful. And many of you are living your life less than what it could be simply because you haven't given someone the chance to change. One of the things I've realized in my life is that when people have brought critiques to me or told me of unhealthy behavior, I mean, it's hurtful, it is. But the reason it's hurtful is because I wasn't aware of it and I can't change what I'm not aware of. I can't change what I don't understand or what I don't see. I have blind spots, and we all do. And so one of the best things about having these type of crucial conversations is it brings awareness of, hey, maybe I don't agree with you, but maybe I can start looking to see and looking to understand. So that's one benefit of having these conversations. The second benefit is it makes you a strong person. It makes you someone that has values and has something to stand up for. And that's important because you shouldn't go through your life just doing and believing what other people tell you to do and believe. You should have a say. And when you stand up for yourself, when you choose to address behavior that's hurtful to you, um, you give yourself a voice. And that is powerful. God gave you a voice for a reason. And here's what I want to let you know is sometimes you have that conversation and the person doesn't agree and they don't change or they tell you they're going to change and they don't. Here's what you have to do. You have to continue to address it Um, until the point where if it's an employer, a boss or a friend, you have to make the decision of, man, maybe maybe I need to cut them out of my life so that you're not living your life with someone who's hurting you. Now, if you're in a marriage, here's what I want to recommend to you. Um, I don't think it should be as quick as like you're hurting me. Now, if it's abusive, absolutely get the heck out of there. Um, But if they're like not washing the dishes, I don't think that's a good reason to leave them. Uh, But here's what I would encourage you. Counseling is a great place to get a third party to speak into what's happening. Someone who can be an advocate to both sides and say, hey, let's seek to find understanding. And so many couples, that would fix so many of their issues, but they refuse to step into that. I can tell you as someone, uh, Caitlin and I, we just finished counseling. We went through a rough season. I've mentioned that before in the podcast. And so we went through counseling, and now we've taken a step back from it for a season. Um, because it was so helpful for us. Some of you that are married, that's a great next step for you. But more than anything today, here's what I want you to think about. What have I been tolerating and by default have been advocating? What behavior from those around me have I not, have I not addressed that's been hurtful to me? And today I'm going to give you a big challenge, and this is a big step. I want you to have that conversation I want you to address how someone is making you feel. Go to them and say, hey, it's not a blame. You're not making them, uh, condemning them or being like, you suck. I hate you. Uh, but what, instead of what you're doing is say, hey, when you do this, it makes me feel like this. When, when this action takes place, now I'm not saying you can say that. I'm not saying you do it intentionally. I'm not saying you're meaning to. But when this happens, this is how it makes me feel. And simply by bringing awareness to that, what you do is you help give people permission to change. You give people self-awareness and you give yourself a voice. And that is so important. And so today I want to pray for you. I want to pray that God gives you the courage um, that you would no longer tolerate and advocate, but instead you would stand up and you would say, hey, this needs to be adjusted. I deserve better. Let me pray for you. Lord, thank you for today. Lord, I pray that for everyone listening to this podcast, Lord, including myself, Lord, that you would give us the courage to address the behavior that people have against us, behavior that's hurtful. Lord, um, for those that are married, Lord, that this would be a stepping stone to having open communication with each other. Lord, help us to not live our lives, uh, Lord, justifying behavior of other people, Lord, allowing us to not just believe and do what other people think we should believe and do, but instead, Lord, that we would have a voice, Lord, that you would guide us and lead us and that we would speak up, um, Lord, so that we can give people the chance to change. Lord, and I believe in this process, Lord, that you, you increase our courage, Lord, that you will increase our awareness, and Lord, that you will increase our compassion for the people around us. And Lord, we thank you for the fruit that's going to come from these. And we ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.